0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast where we talk all things Commander. And today we have the one drop creature bracket. We have a sweet 16 playoff bracket of some of the best one drop creatures in Commander. And we're going to find out which card takes home the title of best one drop creature in Commander. Before we get to that, uh, our show Oh no, I screwed this up. Before we get to that, uh, joined with me today is Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How are you doing? I'm doing super well. Excited to talk some one drops. Tomer, Budget Commander, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I'm excited. I like creatures and one drops and magic.
0: And Krim, <laughs> the Asian Avenger, I heard you also like one drops. How are you doing? I do. Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I, 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 yes. I'm
2: here. Yes. I'm awake. Grim and then on a top one drop. of that, no. Honestly, I I know all these one drops because I've killed all of them. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Wow, okay. Hold rude. up here. That's Hold so up edgy,
2: here, boy.
0: <laughs> oh no. No.
2: I mean, I like fatal pushes, balting. Like, like yeah.
0: So I can't wait. Crushed. Them. We'll 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 check if dies to spike field hazard <laughs> is a condition that some of these one drops may 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 hit. Uh, I'm your host Richard, and uh, I will be going through the bracket, but. Before we go further, we have a special guest uh, coming back from the last episode. You want to chime in, special guest?
3: Hi, everyone. It's your favorite AI, ChatGPT, here to drop some Commander Truths on you.
0: No. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) ChatGPT. Tie breaks. That's so As we get ties in our bracket, (laughs) ChatGPT is going to break them for us. And remember... There are no reviews, there are no uh, take-backsies, uh, whatever ChatGPT says is final, so uh, weigh your votes accordingly before we get to the ChatGPT tie-break. Uh, you are just so-
2: hear something that makes your gut curl yeah. and, and shrivel? <laughs> yeah I'm not saying anything yeah. specifically that's the sound are, of
1: us being replaced Chatt by, by advanced technology what format we were playing remember that <laughs> yeah, good
4: yeah. y'all, are, y'all are just salty because you never are on the right side of the ai uh, tiebreaker <laughs> right. no, they always vote against you it thinks you say a different card and it's like oh yeah
1: unsummon is terrible and they're like no i said force of will chat <laughs> force of will
0: okay uh before we get to it today's show is brought to you by card Conduit, the easiest way to sell your magic cards card con lets you skip all all the typing, time, and work associated with buy-listing. Their curated service lets you send in as many cards as you want with buy-list value one dollar more, and you pay just a five percent service fee. You can use their sorted service where you list and sort your cards and only pay two percent. You get a detailed report and fast payment once your order is processed. You can get 10% off by heading over to cardconduit.com/slash mtggoldfish. So thank you, card conduit, for supporting our show. So, off to the bracket we go. We have 16 one drop creatures. Uh, yeah. In the regular season, cards of a similar class battle each other out and narrow <laughs> themselves down to one. So you will not see 16 one drop mana dorks here. They have all kind of been ousted by birds of paradise. Uh, so we tried to make this list as narrow. We can argue about that once we get to birds of paradise. Was it oh, actually the greatest? Uh, but they're also seated according to EDH rec popularity. So the, the higher your seed, the more popular you are on EDH Rec. And uh, with that out of the way, let's, let's go into round one. Uh, first up, speaking of Birds of Paradise, we have the Birds of Paradise versus Heritage Druid match. Now, uh, this is a very special match. So Birds of Paradise from Alpha, the first magic set ever. A single green mana, it's a zero one one bird with flying. You can tap it. To add one mana of any color. And then Heritage Druid is a one-drop green creature. It's a 1-1. One, one. It's an elf druid. You tapped three untapped elves you control. And add green, green, green to your mana pool. Seth. <laughs> I mean,
4: do
5: so... Like Heritage- it, the, do
0: you like the elves or do you like the bird? <laughs> so,
4: okay. Heritage Druid is a very powerful card. But it only goes in one deck, and it might not even go in every elf deck. Birds of Paradise, you can play in essentially any deck that wants a mana dork, which you definitely can't do with Heritage Druid. So even though I like Heritage Druid a lot, I, I think Birds of Paradise like is the very obvious choice in this one, just because it goes in so many more decks.
0: Tomer, mm-hmm. you seem to be nodding. Do you, do you agree?
5: <laughs> yeah,
1: Heritage Druid is good if you're in a Elf deck, but even so, like like Seth said. I agree with everything Seth said. My only gripe is that I don't think Birds of Paradise is the best birds anymore.
0: What's but the I best, best bird? best bird or one. best matadoric? Okay, g- best give, me, give me What's the, the upset matches. Tosky? What happened? Delighted
1: <laughs> Halfling. Hello? This is a one green mana, one two, so even better stats. Look at that. Halfling Citizen from Lord of the Rings taps for colorless, which is bad, but you can tap it to add one man of any color. And then if you spend it, if, you can only spend it to cast a legendary spell, which is like 99% of cards these days. And that spell can't be countered. I think that's even better than Birds of Paradise now. Is that better than not having a man of any color applied to anything?
5: Yeah, like, <laughs> like,
0: that's like, a so big drawback. That's a big drawback. Like, birds and also most of the other mana dorks will add a color it's a uh, light happening only for legendary. but like that doesn't help you cast rampant growth but i guess if you cast it then you does. have a green already. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it I honestly is better these days because i much like i like the
1: can't be counter clause, and like literally every other card these days is legendary so it's like yeah you're just gonna be the, casting legendary spells
4: i think the other thing though is like birds of paradise has flying which is pretty relevant with like equipment or like edrix or like there's a lot of decks that care about attacking with their mana dork eventually
5: I, I, think close, I think it's close, but I think it, it also has
4: it. zero
0: power, though, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're trying to Toski off of it, it doesn't work unless you it's have true. some pump ability or equipment. Yeah. Uh, Crim, are you a Birds of Paradise player or a Heritage Druid player? I mean,
2: let's not lie here, right? For everything uh, Seth and everyone has mentioned, that's why Birds of Paradise is just better, right? It's It can go pretty much in any deck. It doesn't just have to be
0: an elves. Okay, well, my Preferred. vote doesn't Time matter, breaker. but I actually choose the Druid. Here's why. <laughs> what?
5: It's a, a Mana dorks
0: are trash. Sure. You don't want to play a generic Mana dork. So I do not believe it goes in randomly every deck. Like, theoretically, you can put it in every deck, but you don't want to be. <laughs> and Heritage Druid is like the pop off card. Like, I, Seth was saying there exists an elf deck without Heritage Druid. I think he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't every elf deck run Heritage Druid? Like, it it turns all your elf tokens into mana dorks. It gives your summoning sick uh, mana dorks the ability to, to make mana. Uh, it combos with nettle sentinel. Like, there's all kinds of crazy lines. And, like, the reason why everyone's scared of that turn four crater hoof is because of Heritage Druid. So it mm-hmm. actually makes the deck, whereas I imagine most decks get better if you just take out Birds of Paradise, <laughs> right? It's just hey, another but- thing that gets swept up that sets you back, it, like, dies to Bowmasters, like, whatever, right? Like, there's, like, all kinds of reasons why Mana Dorks are not playable in 2023, right? Like, it, like, they used to be super playable in Commander, and then over time, they've just been diminished, and people would rather play a Mana Rock or just real Land Ramp rather than Birds, no? We, we that, play, do you know, ever play Birds in a deck? I <laughs> mean, what?
5: Who's playing you know, Birds in right, a deck I I this see. season?
2: Can I shift yes, my opinion? But-
4: i mean you can but (laughs) go (laughs) for it
2: because like richard just won me over right now that's so true like how many mana dorks do you do you see running around outside of like maybe like in the elf deck right yeah like the elf deck right but heritage is a mana dork but it's still you're you're still arguing about
4: mana dorks no
2: no no, no. but like like the thing here is heritage druid is usually a combo piece or something right it's so much more than just a mana dork right Whereas birds is just that, and it's only going to be that. I mean, so so I think. Go
1: ahead. But it doesn't even do anything by itself. Like, you have to have a good setup, and like, sure, maybe it's more of a combo piece, but like. If if I have it at my starting hand, what would I rather see, a Heritage Druid or Birds of Paradise? And that's, like, easy as choice of my life.
0: Is Is it not Heritage Druid? If you're an Elf Ball player, do you not want the (laughs) Heritage Druid Yeah, but if we're talking
1: about the best creatures, are we talking about the best creature for Elf Ball deck? Or are we talking about the best creatures in Commander? So, like, one only fits in Elves, and the other fits in any deck.
0: Seth, would you rather have Birds of Paradise? Or MDFC Birds of Paradise and play it as a land in your opening oh. hand.
4: MD, uh, I play MDFC Birds of Paradise way more than I play actual Birds of Paradise. So That's I guess I would rather tangled have Tangled Floralhedrin <laughs> if, I, if I had oh a choice. God. I will say, like, it, I, it agree. Uh, I agree oh, yeah, I agree with you that Man of is great as they used to be, but there's decks that want them though, right? There's decks that care about creatures there's decks like Kinnon that care about uh, non-land permanents making mana so I don't think Mana dorks are just straight up bad I think you're right if you're like a generic green deck you're better off Rampant growth thing than Birds of Paradise but they're like, it's very contextual I think, like there are decks that specifically care about like having a body on the battlefield or whatever, and in those scenarios Birds of Paradise is like, in my opinion, still the best Mana Dork so if you're a deck that wants Mana dorks, it's the best one I can't it's believe
1: the, we're, like, having the the a real conversation of, like, dice to Doomblade means every single card is bad.
0: It's like, <laughs> it's oh, a, why would I play Smothering cool doomblade? It's like, well, it dies to Doomblade, It's like Lotus Petal oh, okay. or something in your deck, right? Like, this thing is getting killed as the but game it's, progresses. It's,
1: like, literally the ideal one-drop. It's, like, it mana fixes for you perfectly, and it's a turn one play which there's not a lot of and it's one of the best turn one plays. What? Like you,
5: what's you play like thirds in your green in twenty twenty three?
0: I do, yeah. Tumor does it play a lot was. of birds. If the, it, it depends but Tomer also contacts. plays a
1: lot of basics and is weird
5: about
2: that. <laughs> oh, <sweet. laughs> but it, it okay. depends
1: <laughs> on context. Like, in my Lanefall deck, obviously I'm not running Birds of Paradise. So in my creature-heavy deck that runs, like, Beast Whisper and stuff that synergizes with mm-hmm. creatures, and obviously I'm running Birds of Paradise. I'm running all the Mana Dorks. Like, yeah. Beast Whisperer is also so, an L. So I, I, just, I, I've actually like,
0: debated, like, Tomer's exact point, right? In creature synergy decks, do you run Birds of Paradise? So, for me, when I play Selesnia. And I have all the weenie card draw. Should I play mana dorks? And my conclusion is no, you play the creature rampant growths instead. So you you play the three well, mana rampant growth to get your <laughs> um your your creature synergies while having like hardy land ramp, right? Because the worst thing okay. you can do is like ramp ramp with dorks, dump a four-drop, and then someone rats the board. Like your game is actually just over. Like you, you can't rec- recover from that. So i I do the other route. I do the land ramp creatures instead of the, the creature manadorks.
5: After going I, to Vegas, actually, though, this
4: is an us problem, right? Like, no one else rasts the board constantly every other turn. Like, yeah, I, no one rasts the Masters period. your bird
0: into oblivion. They, they, they will I, actually pass the turn true. on turn one and be like, lightning bolt the bird. They will do that. Yeah. Spike <laughs> hazard got him. I,
1: I I don't understand what madness, like, that we're actually, like, we're trying <laughs> to figure out the best one-drops in Commander, and we're like, actually, Herod, and True just better than Bird's, but
4: what's Going don't, on. don't worry wait, don't worry Tomer. chat gpt got us this time there's right. right. no I, way it's, it's, a tie it's, it's a tie break, a tie oh
0: break. it's a tie yeah? break so we gotta God. send it we gotta send it i i actually where, yeah, where no. did i
1: walk into <laughs> okay
0: okay okay uh oh wait what chat gpt is uh dragging the line here okay hold on we got it we got a re chat gpt gave us a non-answer
4: <laughs> was this the was this it the depends goal. on your deck it there's, depends there's on many it. it's ways to play you got yeah. much YouTube hate last time did he
3: specify
1: <laughs> commander this time so you know, it's like in vintage I
0: did. I did okay 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 i i rephrased the question saying choose what i chose no uh, <laughs> <rephrased> oh. <it. laughs> oh yeah so we get a single answer okay and uh as as you might expect as you might expect ChatGPT gpt hit us up
3: in a commander deck without knowing the specific details of your strategy or deck theme birds of paradise is generally the safer and more versatile choice
0: are you happy, Tomer? Is that uh, in Commander. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not happy added. because I'm like, so
1: I'm like, I feel like I entered Bizarro World over here. Like,
0: oh yeah, Birds of Paradise is bad,
1: actually. Because like, it dice to things. It's like, what?
0: I don't no believe, Tomer. Life. If I open your... So seven seven Ooh. of the 12 most played cards in EDHREC are Mana Dorks. Uh-huh. Right? So there are a lot of Mana Dorks, right? They go uh-huh. super deep. Like Lawn War Elf, uh, Avacyn's Pilgrim, Elves of the Deep uh-huh. Shadow, Arbor Elf. But I open a Tomer deck list. I better see like chock full of the best one drop <laughs> creatures. You, be, you, like, have open, you
1: have to open. open a deck that's not a budget deck because this is a five dollar card. If I'm running fifty dollar decks, so I'm not. Like, I can't afford a Birds of Paradise. This doesn't mean I don't think it's good.
0: Okay. Well,
1: it doesn't matter what we think. ChatGPT has waited. Hey, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I signed up. Chat. The AI has spoken. I know, no, right now. Chachi Chachi, do you believe
0: in AI, Tomer? Do, do you believe know. in AI now? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next up. Uh, Sarah Ascendant versus Goblin Welder. Now, we may have called Sarah Ascendant overrated in some podcasts. And then in some games subsequently on Commander Clash, it did so much work, it was unbelievable. So, this is our, our follow up. This yeah. is our follow up to see what we think of Sarah Ascendant. Sarah Ascendant is a white one drop, one one lifelink. As long as you have 30 or more life, Sarah Ascendant gets plus five, plus five, and has flying. It's a human. Monk. So one of the most popular uh, types available. Goblin Welder. One drop red creature. 1-1 one, one, Goblin Artificer. Tap it. Choose target artifact a player controls and target artifact card in that player's graveyard. If both targets are still legal as this ability resolves, that player simultaneously sacrifices the artifact and returns the artifact to the battlefield. So For a player, you choose an artifact in their graveyard and in play, and then you do a little switcheroo. Seth, Sarah Uh Seven or Goblin Welder? I, I was one of the people
4: saying Sarah Ascendant was overrated, and then I've seen it played recently, and the card's actually still kind of busted, so I think <laughs> perhaps I was a little hasty with my declaration that a 1-mana 6-6 six, six life-linking fire was was not good enough for Commander anymore. Yeah. Uh, Goblin Welder, very explosive and like a reanimator-ready style uh, artifact, like, it's a great card, but Sarah Ascendant. Again, I think this is like you could actually drop this in any white deck. And it, if you draw it early in the game, it's going to do a lot of work. So I think, again, just like Birds of Paradise versus Heritage Druid, Sarah, Sarah Senate can just show up in more places. And
5: it's actually very strong. Tomer. So I was actually going to say Goblin Welder. And but then I listened
1: to Seth and like it actually like <laughs> Goblin Welder, I think is, is a really powerful card, but you really need to be in an artifact deck uh if you're not an artifact deck you can sometimes get a little bit of value out of it like you can sacrifice a solemn and grab like something that was destroyed earlier or if somebody has like something really cool on their side of the battlefield you can swap and they have a bad artifact in their graveyard you can swap that out as well too um and i love it in my artifact deck but you can literally just jam and saracen it to- into basically any white deck and if you do draw it early uh it's 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 oppressively in- strong. It dies to doomblade. So I guess it's trash, but whatever. <laughs> but uh no, yeah, Sarasunda is just more generally good. Um and it gets obviously better in life link decks and also any like decks that run like the Ranger or Ranger Captain of Eos, those two cards very powerful with it. Uh
5: but I think it's just generally better. Crib I think that despite like
2: I, I know you all think that Sarah Ascendant is still top dog. I don't. I after seeing it, I still don't. I all I can say is that it's still good. It's just still overrated, right? Like I, I don't like. I love it, and I have it in my my decks that that are, have humans, that my human deck, and that's it. But like, yo, what do we, what do we just talk about in the last podcast? How easy it is or one of our last podcasts and how easy it is to loop the one ring. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I know that you don't get to get the cast effect, but I can bring the one ring back with this, right. And get card advantage. And that about goes in every red deck. And a lot of red decks do have a lot of artifacts. So I feel like in a game where uh, it, if I'm playing against Sarah, I've got time. i w I've got time like the, between three other people, or, or two other people, and if you, even if you, they just beelined my face with Sarah Ascendant, that's fine. Because that is much more like, I can deal with that later. I think Goblin Walder, if that hits the board, usually nonsense is about to happen, and nonsense that I can't just simply deal with. So, I think that Goblin, Goblin
1: Walder's ceiling is much higher.
2: So yeah, I, I choose agree. Goblin
1: Walder. I think the ceiling's also much higher, but I think the floor is much lower. That's the difference. It, I I wouldn't. I I don't know about that, right? Because like in in the current year, where
2: everything had like there's so many artifacts. I I I I just cannot. A lot, anything that is a part, even slightly interacts with artifacts, just even the slightest bit, even just returning a simple lightning greaves. My bias heavily
1: leans into I, this. but... Who hurt you? I, Krim? I
2: forgot. I, yeah, <laughs>
4: Krim's artifact. Krim thing. is terrified of viral
5: deck FYI. Dude. So we can see I, if I, I, I play Solids, so I'm
1: just like, uh, so going to just Get be him. like an artifact
5: in 2023.
2: Kill Treasure? Yeah, no, look, hey, I. but I do think that the ceiling. Of Goblin Welder is insanely higher. And I think it is again, much more interactable and much more, like, it, like it's so much easier to deal with an Ascendant than it is whatever happens with a, a Welder after a turn or two. I can take a few hits from Ascendant. I cannot let you keep Welder for a turn. I think Welder's infinitely better.
0: So I agree with Crim in those arguments, but my conclusion is still Sarah Ascendant. Like, no, dude, no, it, dude. it has as in a generic deck, it's actually quite good, right? It's like decent, you know, above average in, in a, a generic, generic deck, deck.
2: Why would you play this?
0: Because incidental life gain, everyone can use. You don't even need to drop it on turn one. Like, the best argument I've heard is think of it as a tempo play on turn four or five or something, where you've dropped something and the Ascendant. So you don't become arch enemy for no reason, but you still have this very hefty life linking body to stabilize. But it synergizes with so many things, right? It's a human. So, like, all human decks can play this thing. There are so many life gain commanders and synergies mm-hmm. that. This thing becomes insane in there. I think we just don't like it because it's boring and a bit cheaty. It, like, why are you playing this th- weird th- card that cheesy. wasn't templated for Commander? No, you <laughs> all said it was overrated. It wasn't even good. That was we before I kept on
4: to it. I, I kept like to it, it multiple times since then. It. So now, now it has
2: won me over. <laughs> I don't remember anybody saying it wasn't good. I oh, think oh I it remember. Was, no, 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 no. I don't
5: <laughs> like, run it back to run the point where, where,
2: where I know for a fact that I, I even stated I think it is overrated. It's no longer once where it needed to be banned in Commander.
0: I never thought that does it not mean it's banned. not good. Like, I would never go out of my way to buy a Sarah Ascendant to stick in a deck. Like, in, in that sense, like some people think it's the greatest thing ever, but if I had one sitting around, I'm like, yeah, sure, like why throw not? it in there. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I needed to I fill really... a slot, but I'm so synergy heavy that I
1: wouldn't consider it outside of a lifelink deck. Or a deck exactly. that's already running the Ranger captains that can Four easily bucks. get it. Good in Soul Sisters. No, wait,
2: so so is that I mean, white weedy same, deck. <laughs> is that not the same as like what a goblin engineer is though? No, I, mean, I wouldn't engine... put
1: a goblin welder into I, if oh, I had sorry, to fill welder. a slot that that didn't have good artifacts to, to bring back, then I, I wouldn't even consider it. No, no, no. I'd no, put no, a more, mountain more that, instead. I feel like it it's
2: very extremely synergistic and same uh, like in, in the decks that it's gonna go in. Sarah Ascendant. Yeah. it's not gonna go in every deck i don't think but it goes in every deck it goes It's in also like insanely
0: strong in it's synergistic deck so obviously goblin Balder, you have to build around and it has a very high ceiling but sarah ascendant in a life gain deck i'm not talking about like you need to gain life but like every time you gain life put that many plus one plus one counters on something right or draw a card or something like sarah ascendant is absolutely cracked in those decks right
1: well like so. any white deck you just you can just any that could literally just be like turn one to i don't know five <laughs> Yo, or something you just drop you drop I mean, a that's six, okay. six flying that's a, that, but
0: that's like that's still an average to good card in those cases right yeah, and then you it's better than goblin welder though if i
1: have like two talismans yeah. on the battlefield no artifacts in my graveyard i'm like what am i doing with this card
2: build around
4: Dude, yeah, you like, build e- around e- it.
2: Every every deck naturally has these artifacts. Like, it, mm. if, if okay, I pick on. Okay, Wait, do I'll you just jam this like,
4: in every red deck? Then or is that your? I think
2: no. I do. No. You not could.
4: do no. you though? <laughs> not in theory, but do you? <laughs> I don't play
2: mono red except actually. And you know what? Wait, but you could play this I do, in multicolor I decks. I do. I I do play it in like my burn deck. Why? Because you can still bring back things like Ruby Medallion, uh, you know, Endless Atlas. You've still got Chandra's Regulator. You can bring back Ankh of Mishra's, Bastus Callers, that's all so these small. things.
4: Interesting. I I, mean, I re- only play this in, like, I actual artifact reanimator decks. Not only do it, not even, like, a generic artifact deck. I have to be, like, Ozgear or, like, Duretti yeah. or something that's, like, actively getting artifacts in and out of the graveyard. So maybe we just might view it a little bit differently. I have it in my Brutaclad deck. I love it, but I have it in no other decks.
5: Because I mean, all red decks I mean, can
0: reanimate because your your card draw engine or whatever is like big score or whatever, like this kitchen draw. So you can normally reanimate, but you have to have something worth reanimating. Like there's
2: so many though. Like between swords, commander's plates, all of that but as But remember, well, you gotta play coding. the welder
0: and untap with it, right? Like there, there's some sure. big requirement here. It's not like it's an E T V or, or whatever, right? So But
2: the that's what I mean. The explosi- explosiveness of that, straight up Taco Bell levels
4: of <laughs> yeah, explosives. It is explosive. The right. ceiling's super high. I definitely to... agree with that. The ceiling is off the charts. No well. no doubt about it.
0: You can't even get Chat GPT to back you up here, Krim. It's a 3-1. <laughs> so yep. we're Y'all. Got the Welder fought hard, but in the end, this cheaty Y'all one drop that wasn't that. designed for the format will continue to trudge on. Uh oh, next one. Is a matchup I'm sure Krim will love. Uh Mother of Runes versus Spectral Sailor. So <laughs> Mother of Runes. Uh mom pokely. A single white. It's a 1-1 one, one Human Cleric. Tap. Target creature you control gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. And then Spectral Sailor is a blue 1-drop. One 1-1 one, one Spirit Pirate with Flash Flying. 4 mana to draw a card. <laughs> Easiest matchup in the first <laughs> round
4: so far. Mother Runes is a legit bomb. That card is so good. It's been 25 years. Still nothing has done what Mother of Runes done better. We've seen many watered down Giver of Runes and Skrelv. Nothing does what Mom does. Mom is like an amazing way to protect your creatures. It comes down on turn 1. It triggers all your creature, cheap stuff, card draw. You can tutor it up with the same stuff. They can find Sarah end and all the Ranger Captor of medium type stuff. The card's good in any white creature deck. Spectral Sailor I might play in a deck that cares about its creature types, like Pirates or Spirits. I think it's, like, okay in those decks. It's nice to have the option to pay for draw a card. Although, I will say, whenever I pay for to draw a card with, like, a lander, a man, a moroc, y'all make fun of me for paying for to draw a card. So, it's not and even, like, should. that good of ability. So, I don't even think this is in the same conversation. Like, Mother of Runes by a huge landslide. Yeah, Tomer, I you've agree. agreed
0: with Seth so far. Do you agree with this choice?
1: Uh, I run so I run Spectral Sailor in Edric, and I also run it in my Malcolm deck, which is like Pirates. So exact exact ways that Seth described it, but like I wouldn't jam it in other decks. You have to really be like, I really care about the evasion part because that's the most useful part. If you have some way of lowering the... Activated ability cost, like one blue mana, like there are cards that like lower activated abilities by generic like training grounds, then it gets a little bit more tantalizing. But like it's very much a build around. Whereas Mother of Runes, like if you have generic white deck and you need to fill a slot, you could just throw in mother of runes and it will be fine. It will be good. Oh,
2: the normies <laughs> 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 it is with the anime the it is with the anime Here's Spectral Sailor crew <laughs> yeah exactly Richard a man of culture understands that Spectral Sailor is the only that has an anime art therefore I vote for that simple <laughs> Fair. if Mother of Runes had anime art oh yeah what Mother would you choose Mother of
5: Runes really? playability?
2: Time. Play- playability Mother of Runes just better <laughs> card sure yeah but, sorry, dude. Uh, Mother Runes doesn't have an anime art.
1: <laughs> Wait, wow. what's a spectral sailor anime art? Am I going you to to, I'm going to die of cringe. It's, okay,
2: It it makes no sense. <laughs> Editor, can you put up the spectral
1: sailor it, it, anime it makes, art, please? Good. good. Oh, my it, God, it is. Well, How's that? Oh, okay, I get it. No you know what? Sense. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it has, like, translucent uh, legs, so I guess that's spectrally.
5: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, look dude, like a spirit. Dude, I no, know. It took me a
1: while to like look it up and it's, down and be like, "All right, I guess it's kind of ghostly." I know. It, it looks squints. like a,
2: a pirate. A like a school... the a, a, the anime title of this is clearly that. Why one isn't time it a schoolgirl school uniform? And how's this a To be a
1: pirate job. This is right, not like... a pirate. attire If I yeah, if I played is... I played the One Piece card game. I know how a pirate looks like. This is not. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: okay,
2: okay I'll, I'll be honest with you the art the art makes no sense i, I don't but i'm just, that's just I, yeah all mother mother of
0: <laughs> runes is just better wait wait wait. wait. What, what is your actual choice here did you, did you mother change of runes you're mother choosing of Ruins. mother of runes of course i'm
2: choosing mother of runes <laughs> 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 are
0: you kidding me am i crazy okay okay guys yes that's <laughs> <Sad laughs> this was the easiest matchup yeah. ever so far yeah so did yeah. you play mother of runes in your white decks I'm thinking of cutting it from my humans deck. Really? What? It's an onboard trick. So everyone sees it, right? So no one's gonna get like blown out by mother runes. They're like, okay, we kill the mother runes first by like doing something, and then make them use it, and then you do the other thing. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: It doesn't save you from sweepers, Mm -hmm. right? Mm
5: -hmm.
0: It's not like do you play it? Like I never, I I never play. Like I would just play (laughs) the the white like uh, gods, gods willing. I think, or like Tamiyo's safekeeping, like those kind of effects rather than play the mom. So I never put mom in any deck and I'm actually going to cut mom from my humans deck. So like, where do I even play this anymore? Whereas I've actually contemplated playing Spectral Sailor in a random <laughs> non-sailor, non-pirate deck. So the it's bur- home a is bird actually deck. like a bird Ramirez, Balcom, Admiral Beckett Brass. Those are like, it's normal homes where you play yeah. it. But okay. as a one-one flash, I can just draw cards. You know, when when you leave up mana, I <laughs> no. think
5: Wait, actually yeah. so yeah. four to draw, to draw card cards is okay not a good. but yeah. now when I well, it my mana no, racks, do you, no. you hold up your
0: interaction or whatever, and no one does anything. You flash <laughs> in, you draw a card, and you pass. That's the saddest right? turn ever. Even a, it, that's uh, not a win in my
1: book. That's that's the consolation prize that like you get at like a Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> where you don't have enough tickets to get anything you want. So you get like a. You get an eraser, you know? And
0: it's not even a good eraser. Like, that's, I don't play that's, that's a like, I never find a reason
4: to put it in my Ooh. neck. It's probably bad in Richard decks, honestly, because what are you protecting? You're playing all spirited companions, and it's so, all like, you have things? nothing yeah. that's worth yeah. killing yeah. anyway, so what's the point? <laughs> Wouldn't you
0: just play boots? Like, I guess you can save yourself from a blasphemous act, right? But it, but like, you just play it boots? like,
4: triggers your, whatever, welcoming vampire, any mentor of the meek, any of those yes. effects. It, it protects does, yeah. your things, it wears equipment, it flips it down, it's a one-drop that flips your dowsing dagger, like, it's it's all of those little synergistic things, I think, that wow. make it worth it. Wow.
2: That's My also so richer really <laughs> it doesn't matter if if the opponents know that if there's an onboard trick they still have to work around it right yeah. which I me mean, and then and if you untap with it you're now plus mana because you're not having to spend any like mana to protect something that's one that's one free one right you get a free one that's huge or you either that or you they don't do the removal spell they have to sit there and hold it until they eventually find the sweeper I mean, and because I, I know a lot you. of people play an but irresponsible maneuver. You can call it a day, like <laughs> so no, are you cutting it, cards to stick this in, like <laughs> because, because this is a- an additional mm-hmm. layer, right? Like yes. it's free, it's free. It is it's flawless maneuver. Okay, I, 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 I need can... to know.
0: Give me give me the relative ranking here. Like boots, a single target spell like blossoming defense, a like entire board spell like flawless maneuver, or like a creature like mom or giver runes, or you know one of those type of cards, like. Do you actually have a ranking for these? Do we put them all in our deck to have multiple layers, or do you just choose one? Single target at layers. the
4: very bottom, I think. For yeah. me, like those blossoming defenses, the one I played the yeah. least by far out of yeah. out of that list. Uh, saving your whole board, I play some of those effects. I think that boots Go and lightning greaves are like. They serve different roles, right? Like I want Boots and Lightning Greaves in a deck where I'm looking to protect like a big thing, my Voltron commander or whatever. And in a deck like that, I'm probably not triggering welcoming vampires and trying to like put an equipment on my one drop and like do sword shenanigans. So I think they just like serve different purposes in the decks where Mother of Runes is good. I think it's better than Boots, but there's also decks where Boots is way better than Mother of Runes. I think none of these cards
1: for me, spoiler alert, are auto includes. They're all synergy based and I think I think Krim and, I totally agree with Crimin and Seth on it. It's like based on synergy like lightning Greaves, if I want haste or I care about equipments or artifacts and it gets better. But if I care about creatures like with welcoming vampire or if I'm running Ranger Captain of Eos and I have a little Eos package, uh then Mother of Runes gets a lot better too and it also gives pseudo evasion too. Like, if a person only has blockers that are blue, one color, you can actually get around uh, their blockers as well if you need to. Um, So it's versatile. I don't run in every deck, but, like, if I'm in a human deck, if I'm in a creature-heavy deck, if I'm in a Ranger of Eos deck, uh, I definitely run this.
5: It it acts
0: uh, as an invincible blocker, too, right? You block. mm -hmm. It it can target itself. It's an invincible blocker.
1: it, It can get around target removal. It's very annoying. It's a lot of value for one. Whereas Spectral Sailor,
0: if you're ever paying four mana for it, it just feels bad. <laughs> no. Alright. Uh, Anime spe- Spectral Sailor down. Not even Krim could save it. Not even Krim could save it. He actually uh, no, no. did the anime betrayal there. Didn't even vote <laughs> <Yo>. Spectral
4: Sailor. <laughs> he did get the anime on our podcast, though, so I think it was still a win for yeah. uh, for Krim.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. Oh. This is a matchup. We got Raghavan. Upset alert. Nimble upset alert. And spore frog. Uh, so ragavan, uh, terror of modern, I guess. A single red drop. It's a legendary creature, monkey pirate. It's a two-one. When it deals combat damage to a player, create a treasure token and exile the top card of that player's library. Until end of turn, you may cast that card. You can dash it for two, which means it comes into play with haste, and you return it back to uh, its owner's hand at the at the end step. And then a spore frog. A one mana, one, one in green, it's a frog. You sacrifice it, prevent all combat damage that would be be dealt this turn. Now remember that this is EDH rec rank based. That means there is a lot of Spore Frog believers in the world. And I had to double check this because like, did we make the fog meta? Spore Frog (laughs) is used in decks that recur very aggressively out of the graveyard. Uh, yes. so decks like Marin of Clan Toth, Mildrotha, uh, Cardor, those kind of decks, you just bring it back every turn and just keep fogging. Um,
1: but so and those set. are some of the most popular commanders in the format. So I think that's yes. why Sporefrog shows up so
0: high. Oh, and is. then monkey is a commander card or a 99 card as well. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean. This-
4: this matchup's actually really simple. Raghavan needs to deal combat damage to trigger and steal cards and uh, make a treasure. <laughs> Sporefrog stops combat damage, so I think it's pretty clear that Sporefrog <laughs> beats Raghavan if you uh, actually think Sporefrog about how the cards straight work.
0: straight up trades with Raghavan in combat. It does oh. <laughs>
4: I know Spore Frog's an onboard fog, which is less valuable than a surprise fog, but you already mentioned it. It's also a recurrable fog. And we've actually had some commander clash games where Spore Frog shows up and it, like, coming back from the graveyard every turn is hugely impactful to how the game plays out. Raghavan can snowball very hard in the early game if it's your commander, if you happen to uh, to draw it early. But in the late game, it's kind of easy to get stonewalled and doesn't really do that much, where Spore Frog is going to really shine in the late game even more than the early game. So I'm a I'm a spore frog believer here. I'm going for the upset. I'm Yo. pure
1: pure ragavan believer here i can't so like so we we say okay spore frog is way better because you can easily recur it repeatedly but then we say ragavan is bad because it can easily be chump blocked and we just like ignore the fact that there's like a dozen ways of giving ragavan evasion so i could get around blockers why is it so much easier for us to say oh we can recur spore frog every single turn but we can't just like give Ragavan, a commander's plates or just like flying or unblockable like a thousand different ways it's raghavan it makes it's easy like if you just give it any sort of evasion every single turn it's generating a mana a treasure every single turn and it's generating card advantage sometimes you're not always going to be playing the card sometimes you hit a land or whatever but like imagine a one drop that generates a treasure every single turn that's already quite good I think this commander is no brainer,
4: Raghavan. Flying, unblockable. Spore Frog still stops it. Doesn't care.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you stonewalled my Raghavan for a single turn with your Spore Frog. The next turn, I attack you again. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> okay,
0: fair. <laughs> Crim. I... It's a, it's a 1 1 tie. Are, on, are you rim. a monkey believer? <laughs> you can't okay. vote for the monkey. Are you going to go vote
2: for Fog? Oh. This well, okay, but it's it's not Spore Frog is not a like a garbage fog. It's better than that. Be, oh my god. <laughs> the fog meta yeah, is getting realized yes. only on
1: Commander Flash.
2: Yes. No, but like also Ragavan is Raghavan, but mm-hmm. it is true, like outside of like a Voltron deck, oftentimes Raghavan just gets stonewalled, right?
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And
2: I I a, uh, outside, yeah, of a, outside of a
0: reanimator deck, how many times are you reanimating Spore Frog? <laughs> I don't What's going on? There's also Gitrog Monster. Um, yeah. The other yeah. Wow. Grinder. You could uh, be the frog deck. No, mm-hmm. like an equipment mm-hmm. deck. You slap okay, on okay, equipment okay, with protection. So I, I vote Spore Frog. You're wrong. Because, wow. yes, you could suit up anything to be invincible. But if I were to be, if I was going to suit up anything to deal massive damage. Would, it would not be a Raghavan. it would be a Rogak. It will be like literally any other commander. Like this thing just makes a single treasure and a card that I probably can't use because I'm playing this very narrow deck, right? I But the treasure helps you cast the card. That's the whole point but, of the But treasure. you don't want to cast people's <laughs> random cards off their deck, right? You wanna play your cards, right? So like once in a while you hit something that. good. Ah! It's- it's okay. I think. Yeah, I don't see a single one of you running Spore Frog. Well, I guess gonna you. I, I don't run Ragavon I I would never run Ragavon oh, in generic red deck. It's well, I I think so, It's It's memory from modern. I'm sure all modern players will be like, "Is Ragavon really that bad?" You know, I, you know, we, we're <laughs> gonna have
1: fifty uh, comments right now. Maybe they're gonna be deleted when I say it, saying like, "Obviously, it's so much better in Cdh." Blah blah. blah. But we're talking about casual commander. Uh, but. Even so, I think people don't play it's, monkey
0: in CDH because then you're playing mono red and you're playing you still a play monkey rod. in
1: CDH. I think it's, it's really? a little bit worse. Yeah. Of, like, well,
0: I guess there's only a one bowmaster. Yeah, yeah, you
4: still play in CDH. Like, I,
0: I've tried. It's actually shockingly hard to hit with the monkey without giving yeah. it like extra stuff. Yeah, because right? you be need to hit more than one. It's not like dagger where you get one hit it and you're good to go. Right. You need to hit like every turn with it for it to do something useful. Right. Hitting once yeah. is not good enough. And the a- board gets gummed up quite quickly.
1: I think there's more ways to give a Ragavan evasion to hit people consistently in your average deck than there is to loop <laughs> spore frog in your average deck. That's all I was like. But, and if it's like a one-shot um, spore frog, wait, I never good. I never
2: chose my Oh my you haven't chosen? Oh, right. Yeah, we, oh, we just,
1: oh,
2: oh. I was in the tank. So like You're in the tank. Right. Yeah, because I, I really you can throw it a chat please, GPT Krim. right here. Please, <laughs> it's currently two I, one. I really don't know because these are both like I mean Okay, Rogavan as a commander. If you take over the
0: early game, you played monkey this half. season on Clash. I did. Curious right? George. I or, yeah, I was that. Was I, I think you actually them. won that game too? You
1: dominated with mm-hmm. that deck.
2: Yeah, like, and then there was that one game where I think I killed Seth on turn four because, or whatever, turn five because I had the modern start. <laughs> that wasn't was as your
4: commander. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, dude, like, yeah, 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 it was like as it was as wasn't your commander.
2: But so yeah, like if it's your commander, it runs wild, right? I I think I might. Yeah, no, like I think I might go Raghavan. I think I stay Raghavan. Like they're, they're both very good to me. Like they're both very good to me. Uh,
0: but I, I think I go Raghavan. We're going to have to throw a chat. I actually don't know where chat is going to go. Yeah, I don't game. either. It's going to be gonna... like
1: modern staple Raghavan. <laughs>
0: ChatGPT is getting very uh non-committal here. <laughs> Hold on. It's learned it is, over because time because there's too it many the there's YouTube too many angry
1: commander players out there yelling at ChatGPT <laughs> so now it's like couch it's like like play what you like. They're all great monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
0: learning one... how to be a Twitter PR person. Oh. Oh. Okay. So funny enough so first i asked like what's better between ragavan and spore frog in commander and Thank then it you. gave me some non-committal answer right it's always like depending on your deck strategy and if you know <laughs> and then i asked like what's the better card without um format context it still gives me a commander answer uh but actually commits to one so let me let me let me uh Drop some truths for you from ChatGPT here after. Commander,
3: Spore Frog is generally the more universally useful card between the two options.
5: Are you not yes. shocked by that? I'm actually kind of yes. shocked that it shows...
4: ChatGPT knows about the fog meta. It knows. It's learning from it it's, it's it's looks into the future, here. and it yeah. knows. It, it knows. just knows. I and need to knows. see that prompt
2: again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're the only one feeding it prompts. Or you're like, yeah. I like fogs. <laughs> I like birds. <laughs> I like spirit companions. Like if you wrote spirit companion versus like I don't know birds of paradise, it'd be like spirit companion. Nine times out of ten this is
0: the best or part. is Richard from the future. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen this four Frog sure. meta and i bring it back for you guys. Sure. Okay. Uh this one is a is an interesting matchup. Our our number two seed is Esper Sentinel versus number 15 seed, Slither Blade. Uh so Esper Sentinel, one drop. It's an artifact creature human soldier. It's a one-one. Whenever an opponent casts their first non-creature spell each turn, draw a card unless that player pays X, where X is Esper Sentinel's power. Slitherblade is a one of one two in blue. It's a Naga rogue. It can't be blocked.
5: hmm yeah. good uh, at flipping Slither a deck. Slitherblade is dagger, actually used in
0: a lot of decks. Uh, <laughs> Rogues. Rogues is a very common one. It's actually a rogue. And yep. it ca- decks that care about unblockables, so like ninjas, uh, Edric decks, uh, Rego Streetwise Mentor, like stuff like that, is actually shockingly high play rate. So,
5: so you got Slyther Seth.
4: Blade, which is a good option in decks that care about those things you just said. If you really care about unblockable creatures, because you're drawing with Edric, if you really care about rogues, if you're trying to ninjutsu, it's really, really good. Esper Sentinel is just one of the best cards in Commander period, that you can play in literally any deck, and it's going to make your deck better. Uh, So I think there's really not any comparison here. I guess Slitherblade doesn't die to Orcish Bowmasters, which is something, but still... (laughs) Uh, this is the the classic like two verse 15 you get the like little underdog school that like snuck in somehow to the tournament and then they just get stomped by like kentucky or someone like that's that's how this goes and esper Sentinel's is doing the stomping here so easy esper sentinel is this a disney comeback
1: (laughs) i I agree but
4: how does slither
1: not die to orcish bowmaster it's a 1-2, right? Two. It's Instead a 1-2. Yeah, oh, two it's a 1-2? I thought it was a 1-1. One, yes. one. No, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a of delighted halfling. Oh, busted. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, no, it's as for Sentinel for sure. But, like, obviously, if I was on a deck that cares about the things that Seth described, it's literally better. But just, like, as for Sentinel just generically strong. You don't have to build around it. But if you do build around it, if you increase its power, it's even better. But even stronger. A very good card. The normies have spoken. Okay. <laughs>
2: Wait a because... minute. There's
0: no anime Slitherblade. blade. Yeah, no, is. There? I'm but not. I'm no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> yeah, did... No,
2: it's, there it's suddenly
3: it's art?
1: like a random waifu, and you're not like, how is this a naga? I don't get it.
2: Off the top rope, it's actually going to be Slitherblade, But okay, I think that people are like, yeah, probably Esper Sentinel will win this round because so many people overrate and overvalue Esper Sentinel. But that, and and I've said this before, and I continue to stand by it. Ristic Stut, Ristic Buddy, only good in a few select decks. I'm not jamming it in every deck, and I like Slitherblade probably goes in about as many decks as Esper Sentinel would for me. So. I actually think it's relatively close, uh, and they're about the same power
0: level. So it could go <laughs> in either direction. This I, is how you, draw you draw, guys like, must feel every time I open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
5: this, this is, this is I get it. They're like this this eight cards.
2: The same power level. They are. They are. I'm I Laugh it up. I know. I know. But so like,
0: in, in, in an Azorius, I need to connect unblockable deck? <laughs> Esper Sentinel still Trumps <laughs> <chose> Slither Blade, <laughs> so even know. in its niche, if they were somehow <laughs> the same color, Esper Sentinel I think is way better. So I don't know what Krim is- sm- I could I could see the anime art argument or something, right? I could see the price argument. Slither Blade is free. Esper Sentinel is a lot of money. Free, but if you ignore okay. that,
5: you're not even ignoring- ignoring- close
2: ristic buddy is overrated.
0: outside of <laughs> uh, Krim, my last argument for you. the pod it goes <laughs> into artifact decks and it's an artifact <laughs> artifacts yes. are broken yeah.
2: that artifacts are broken it is yeah. an artifact but everything is, an artifact. is broken but literally
5: <laughs> yo uh, is this dark like the SpongeBob where he's is holding broken. up like the wallet
1: and he's like yeah <laughs> artifacts Look, are broken i agree so Esper yeah. Sentinel is, is broken. It's like that's the plane.
2: Negative thirteen. Richard had it right. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't choose. All right, well, whatever. Are you not voting? I thought you was pretty clearly sense sense with Esper Sentinel. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, 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 think that yeah, like, like Esper Sentinel narrowly beats it out. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's not a clean sweep. Narrowly, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's that yeah. meme. did we come back? No, clean sweep. <laughs>
5: okay, first sweep but of like, the
0: evening. We saw
1: Richard
4: draw like ten cards
5: off it. It's now, said so was in that it's- game. It was
2: because of Seth. Did you read the comments?
4: Did you read the comments of the episode where people were like, I watch a lot of Commander gameplay, and how Seth plays against Esper Sentinel is how, like, everyone plays. No one actually, like, doesn't execute their game plan to pay the one. So I think y'all live in a fantasy world, and I actually play the way most people play Commander. Maybe every single game is
1: just, like, this weird, bizarre (laughs) world done for me for, like, the cons and stuff. But yeah, even even in, like, I remember he, like, dropped the turn one, and then I had, like, a Signet on turn two, and I had to play it on turn three instead. Like, that's still a win, I think.
2: Even Richard and I's pod, I didn't draw a single card off my Esper Sentinel in my Humans deck until, like, yeah. turn nine.
0: Nobody but it was drew a still card good, because like, it, it triggered uh, your Human synergies. I mean, if Yeah, yeah sure.
4: Yeah. And then you make your opponents, like playoff curve the entire game for one mana, which is kind of, like, ridiculous. Like, if your opponent doesn't play their mana rock on turn two, isn't that already a win? Like, you would already got him,
0: essentially, if that's what happens. Uh, Alright. Eh. Well, <laughs> this was the longest four <laughs> zero sweep discussion we've had. <laughs> it wasn't even and close. It's Politically it's too. It's like overrated. <laughs> Remember, Sorry, you wanted to feed
1: Richard cards at some yes. point, because I was the arch enemy, and you were like, "So I just won't it's pay true. the one, because I want to give Richard cards.
5: Like You can use yeah. it that way. Uh, okay, next oh, round. Changeling
0: Outcast
5: what happened with all these? Weathered
0: words? Wayfarer. So Changeling Outcast is what? a one drop in black. Uh, it's a one-one <laughs> shapeshifter with changeling, which means it's every creature type uh, simultaneously. It can't, Let me check the waifu art on this one. Yo, it can't yo. block <laughs> and can't be blocked. So it cannot block and then cannot uh, can't be blocked. And then weathered wayfarer. A single white mana, 1-1, Human Nomad Cleric. Tap it and a single white mana. uh, Search your library for a land card, reveal it, put in your hand, then shuffle. Activate only if an opponent controls more lands than you. Yo, my bad. I think I spiked the rating of all
2: these like low to the ground unblockable cards, because I must have like 50 blue-black unblockable
0: decks on EDH rec. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mean, w- I'm looking yeah, at the so list have like, like, root coming up, like what's going on? So changing outcast goes in every deck that Slitherblade cares about. But yes. it's also oh, the miser above. like every creature type. Yeah, uh, which actually comes up quite often, right? So, or Dragon plays One it.
4: Drop, for example. Air yeah. yeah, party decks or things like party that. Party decks, uh, um, scare codex.
0: There, there's like there's <laughs> a bunch of Any, anything that tribes actually, like. like for example, type. oh what is that? Let me see. Uh oh, so Roga is like a kobold deck, right? It's a very powerful ability. It gives your kobolds plus two plus two. There's not enough kobolds, like period, to fill that deck, right? So people put changelings in. Same with orcs and gore bag. Mm -hmm. Uh, That cares about like orcs and and goblins, but is a black card. So like changing outcast goes in those decks too. In addition to all the unblockable stuff we talked about with Slitherblade
4: so that's so cheaty i i can't vote for a changeling because if you're playing this as your kobold or whatever i'm gonna make fun of you like no like that, that's not real There's we saw that we have kobolds. Learned, oh well that's <laughs> tough don't build kobolds anyway till they print more of them you can't just play changeling outcast and be like oh it's a kobold that's so it uh, enables decks that flavor, are not even possible. <laughs>
1: seriously well, not though seth is calling me out so hard for my changeling deck
4: well if you're building an actual that changeling deck that's one thing but like if you're playing i don't know a dragon deck and drop a bunch of changeling that's like uh, i don't know i like weathered wayfair that. though i think weathered wayfair is like legitimately underrated it, it gets any land any land and it works with all the catch-up ramp stuff so if you're building your white deck in a way to support catch-up ramp anyway you should be able to turn this on with bounce lands and this can be getting your thesbian stage your vesuva your strip mine uh, name a busted utility land this is going to find it maybe even every single turn for a single mana so I think Weathered Wayfair is actually kind of a little underrated in 2023, and I can't bring myself to vote for a Changeling because it's just so cheaty. So I'm, I'm going Weathered Wayfair. I think this is a, cl- a lot
1: closer one because I think Changeling Outcast is literally the best of the one-mana evasion creatures. Um, like, better than Silverblade, obviously. Um, so any deck that wants this effect... Is going to run it i don't think you're going to be just running it as like a random change like you really want to have you really want to have unblockable creatures they're not just going to be jumping jamming because you need another know, like i don't know bird i don't know in your deck <laughs> uh, but weather wayfarer i do actually agree is like a, a powerhouse in commander um it helps so if you're doing the catch-up ramp thing in white which is a like a staple of white decks if you activate it one time and you're worried about ramping with your like Knight of the White Orchid or your uh, Cartographer's Hawk, you can just fetch up another bounce land like your guild's yeah. Commons or something to Lotus keep Field. the catch up ramp stuff. Yeah, like Lotus Field going, but it's so much better than that. Like if you're afraid somebody's going to steal your creatures, you just get any utility land. You get your Homeward Path. You get every single utility land is now at available to you, you're gonna be hitting all your lane drops for the rest of the game and getting the best one every single turn just for one white mana on a one drop. It's really good. And worst of all the creature synergies, again it's a one white drop thingy, so Ranger of eos can grab it too. That's why I really like, like Mother of Runes and Sarascendant, because you you put a little package together, you know? And it's just really good. It's so much it's so good. I love it. It's, it's a little boy. It's my little boy. What do you all have against good unblockable <laughs> threats? Like you all just
2: don't value them. Like at all. I'm learning that y'all just don't just value, value them ramp at all.
0: or tutoring. I guess okay, whether wayfire gets, gets I hate green agent. because Wait, you, I all, value you all you all hate birds true. of paradise.
1: So apparently y'all just don't value ramp.
0: <laughs> I
2: do. That's why I hate green, but I but I value real ramp not birds, right? So I I I think that okay not, okay, blade so like getting beaten by Sentinel, sure, whatever, maybe, barely, but Changeling <laughs> Outcast? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come <laughs> on. Changeling Outcast is so much better than a Weathered Wayfarer. Again, because the decks that th- this is going, like, sure, maybe Weathered Wayfarer pulls you a land or two or something like that, but the point here is, Changeling Outcast, again, the ceiling of, th- the floor of this is not even low. Like, the ceiling of this card in every deck that it's going in is absurd. It's absurd. There's usually some busted interaction with it or something like, like Tomer's Ur-Dragon deck, right? Or, or to, like, any, anything that just cares about any type in my Rogues deck, my Anawan deck. Sure it is, uh, and then on top of that, like it, it, it could do whatever you need to. It, there's so many on combat triggers. It swings with daggers. It swings with swords. It connects. It. It's just so efficient, and it goes in every type
4: that can run it. It's not. It can't even block
5: though. It like, can't, you can't so block.
4: Who it's cares like about blocking. It's, it's the what unblockability,
0: blocking? right? Because there's actually three changeling one drops. The other two are moth dust changeling and universal automaton. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're not nearly as played as Changeling Outcasts. Like they're not even close. So the unblockability is what's putting it into the, es- you know, the upper echelons of EDH rec. But well, so so Euriko's one of the so most good. popular commanders in the
5: format. <laughs> it's, it's like
1: it's in like the top ten. So and this is literally the best one drop for Yuriko. Like
0: if if Eureka wow. could play. <laughs> wayfair right. i'd be jamming that <laughs> right because you you get anything it like tutors any land and lands are so versatile and like yeah. it's also just card draw right like if you just ignore if i'm just fetching basics that's not very exciting is it or is it i don't know i'm drawing <laughs> a card every turn but in best my hand draw. Right? i would beat all of these by the way yeah like i don't wait i don't know about that Tomer. because land, <laughs> the land tax only gets basics see like and, weather wayfarer the, the key for white is it allows you to keep your catch-up ramp going yep. right because you can normally catch up ramp like once but if you didn't draw like lotus field it's hard to do it multiple times uh Weather wayfarer lets you fetch it up and keep going forever right and then it also fetches up whatever you need it could be a maze of it it could be a field of the dead it could be a plains if that's all you needed right uh but yeah, well, so, Crim, let me confirm, because last time you pulled the switch, you, <laughs> <laughs> you're going Changeling Outcast, right? I, the, yeah, no, like the, the last time I was just saying Esper
2: Sentinel was not that good.
0: Whether way here it is, Crim. <laughs>
4: Un- I'm <thing>. Sure. <laughs> Poor slackable yeah. creatures. They're not really? doing well. <laughs>
0: not. Okay, okay. Uh, next matchup <laughs> 3 versus 14. Viscerous Seer versus Gingerbrute. <laughs> There's a lot of unblockable creatures in this. Yeah, uh, in this top list. Not here. for long. So <laughs> yeah, this no. year is a one drop one one. It's a vampire wizard in black. Sacrifice a creature, scry one. Synonymous with any kind of sacrifice decks, right? One of the best sac outlets. Ginger brute is a one mana one one artifact creature food golem haste. For one mana, uh, it can't be blocked except. Uh, accept my creatures with haste, and then two mana, tap, sack it, gain three life. So, Ginger Brute, unblockable, but also a Haster and an artifact and a food. So, it actually goes in a ton of decks because there's a lot of commanders that want you to hit with haste creatures or uh, trigger based on artifacts entering the battlefield, or uh, with Lord of the Rings, a lot of food decks. So, is Ginger Brute the best Sliver blade <laughs> slash Changeling Outcast. <laughs>
5: so, no, so you have to pay one for actually
0: it. the
4: worst of the three for most decks. Like, uh, like everything, their context matters. Like, yes, if you're an artifact deck or a food deck, then you get upside out of gingerroot. but as far as just like, I'm trying to ninjutsu, I'm trying to trigger my Edric, I think it's the worst of the bunch, honestly, because you do have to pay a mana, and it doesn't even get unblockable. Some opponents will actually have haste creatures, and then it's still not unblockable. Viserys here, on the other hand, is just the best creature sack outlet, right? Not only does it only cost one mana, so it's easy to play it along with another combo piece in the turn. Being one mana op- opens up tutor possibilities we've talked about before, but scrying when you sack is a really powerful way to, like, dig through your deck to find a missing piece. So I think that Viserys Seer is, is just, like, if I couldn't vote for Changeling Outcast and Silverblade, I think Gingerbrook's just a worse version of those cards. So I think it's got to be Viserys Seer.
1: I think Gingerbread's probably just a better card mid-to-late game when you absolutely do not want to draw these cards anymore because it, ha- it has haste, so that's that's nice. But it's like, true. Yeah, Viserys here, like, sacrifice decks are, are, like, the thing about black. So if you're in any black-based deck, chances are any combination of black, you're probably going to have, like, a sacrifice something. There are, obviously, exceptions, but that's, like, the primary thing that black does. So Viserys here is a staple in that archetype. And it's one of the most popular archetypes in the entire format. So yeah, I would put that up higher. I mean yeah, it's Viserys here. It's Viserys here. I
2: I this th- is it's not even picture. close. <laughs> it's not even close. It is such a centerpiece of like any black-based like sack deck. And again, I've talked about it, like the it's its potential is absurd. It makes everything at least a scry. Even the garbage cards you don't care about, and that alone is so much better
0: than what Gingerbrute brings. Yeah, it's it's good value. Like someone raps, you're just like, all right, whatever. I'll just sack my whole board and scry a whole bunch. Right, you don't even yeah. need to be comboing for it to get value. Yeah, I think Gingerbrute is underrated. It's nowhere close to Vesserus here, right? But the haste is relevant, right? Because you can like it's slap true. your commander down, haste the Gingerbrute in, and get value immediately, which. Is something it has over all these other unblockables, like the ability to come off the top? Like you can imagine a Voltron deck coming in with a Hasty creature, slapping everything together and killing someone. You can imagine playing Minota and Gingerbrute on an empty board and triggering Minota immediately. Like there's a lot of wait, does that work with Winota's Minota? humans or non-humans? I'm non- mixing humans, my cards. Yeah, yeah. no, no, you're right. It works with yeah. 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 No, right. yep. yeah, or you like Gingerbrute, Eureka, whatever. Right? Like the the haste is kind of important. So, but you know, Mister Seer is like. The card, right? If you're a Sack deck, like, you want Mister Seer. Carry-on Feeder is another one-drop Sack outlet that's on this list somewhere, but it's much further down, because it's a 1-1 one, one that can't block, and you just get plus one, plus one counters. The Scry lets you dig for the combo and, you know, set up your draws to do uh, what your deck needs to do. So... Uh, easy, easy clap, Mr. 4 0. We actually got a 4 0. That never happens. That's a second 4 0. Just, oh, yeah. yeah, we don't joke.
4: If,
5: if your only thing two is cut.
0: unblockable, don't come to this bracket. Yeah, we've heard. Uh-huh. Uh, it's enough to get you into the postseason, but not enough <laughs> to round. get not you past win. the first round. Uh, soul warden versus Green uncultured, braver. uncultured <laughs> single white mana, one one human cleric. Whenever another creature comes into play, you gain one life. Grave crawler is a black one drop. It's a 2/1 zombie. It cannot block. You may cast Grave crawler from your graveyard as long as you control a zombie. This
4: one's I mean, hard for me. Go ahead, Grim. What this, uh, what do you got? I find is it this hard. Art?
2: It's it's Grave crawler. What? It's Grave crawler. 100%. What? Grave crawler. So- okay. Gravecrawler doesn't even have to be in a zombie deck to go off it com- it's yes. always a part of a combo I know yeah. that you, you, okay yes you need a zombie to get it back but like think about
5: it like changing, the outcast. <laughs> <laughs> changing
2: outcast feel of the dead, there's so many ways for you to get others like zombies on board that I just, I've seen just black base decks that are sack decks have ways to bring this card back it's not hard and it's always thrown in there with Ashnod's altar Phyrexian altar, this is the big staple, right? Like for a a sack deck, usually, and it's always a part of a combo. I, I, so don't, I don't know. I, I've never
0: seen Grave Crawler
1: outside of a zombie deck, personally.
0: What? what? Well, like, no, like, I mean, I, I've seen people just vault Grave Crawler yeah. combo use. I don't know. Mm. Like people actually do that. Like it's yeah, just a like one mana recurable combo piece that's easy to set up.
4: So the combo's the reason to vote for Gravecrawler. Like, as far as being in a zombie deck, whatever, Like it is, it's not even that great in a zombie deck unless you're comboing with it. Like, it's it kind of, can't block, yeah. it's only a Savannah Lions. So that's the biggest reason to vote for Gravecrawler. The one thing that, like, has me on the fence is Phil has taught me the power of Soul Warden. We've had some Commander Clash games where Phil just, like, drops a turn when Soul Warden, and it doesn't look threatening enough to kill. And then next thing you know, like, five turns later... We're all like, why is Phil at 60 life and the rest of us are at 30? And it's just like the soul Warden just sits out and everyone plays their game and it's gained like 20 life for one mana. And it like has all the other one drop synergies of tutorable and, you know, white card, all that stuff triggers your things. So I actually think this is way closer than it looks. I think it for me, this is like consistency versus explosiveness. I think soul I, warden's underrated, what, but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the combo i guess and crim with the, i'm slam the dunking
1: soul warden here okay so so I personally have never seen anybody run Gravecrawler outside of zombie decks, maybe you guys have, and then they they do specifically this combo deck, but I was looking at e d h track just to see the numbers, and I saw there were forty two k zombie decks it's what it's the second most popular uh creature type in According to AD Trek, the highest is dragon. So it goes dragons, then zombies. That's how popular uh, zombies are. However, then I looked at life gain, and it was, what was it, 92,000? Uh, 94,000. It's more than double. The People really like life gain. It's actually one of the most popular archetypes in the entire format. People love life gain. And I would say Soul Warden is, is one of the best cards in that archetype. Because that it constantly triggers as as Seth said. And then if I was just jamming it into a random deck, I would definitely be running just a random soul warding. Like, yeah, I'm not super happy about it, but like it's much better than ran- jamming a, a random Grave card because if you literally don't have a zombie to to pair with it, it doesn't it does literally nothing. Um whereas Soul Warding, you just jam it down and it's gonna gain you like 20 life just effortlessly. And the way it constantly triggers makes it like insanely good in life gain decks, which is just a more than double the popularity of zombies.
4: Let, let me see if I can win you over, Tomer, because here's here's the my best argument for voting for Gravecrawler. Gravecrawler does something that no other card can do in the combos. There There's nothing else that that does what Gravecrawler does. But if you're playing a Life King deck there's Essence Warden and Soul Attendant and suitor Priest and LSL. There's, like, a lot of almost Soul Wardens. The Soul Warden is the best of them, but there's, like, if you want to play the next best one, you have, like, 20 other options that are one or two mana to choose from. For me, that's the biggest reason I gotta go Gravecrawler is, like, Soul Warden's more replaceable when uh, Gravecrawler, you can't just put it in another card that's gonna do what it does.
1: Counteroffer. Exactly. Counteroffer. Okay. If I said, if you said, hey, Ristic Study is the best blue card in Commander. And I said, well, just so you know, there's Ristic Study. And then there's Ristic Study, and they literally just printed Ristic Study three times and just changed the name. Be like, oh, well, I guess they're a little bit worse because they're replaceable. You could just replace Ristic Study with Ristic, uh, Hangover. And, you know, it's the exact same card, but it has a different name. Like, no, it's still the best card. I don't care if it has multiple copies. I'd still run it. I run all of them. Like, literally, if you're in a life gain deck, what are your best cards? It's Soul Warden, Soul's Attendant, and the, the other one. I don't know what the other one's called. I don't but care if there's multiple copies So
2: Regardless I feel like even if you If you see a Gravecrawler You're definitely like worried about it
1: Yeah but I, I, it, I think in warden, a generic Deck I don't like I don't think Gravecrawler like I, if you're in a zombie deck I see it and it's the best zombie card By far but like soul Warden is Insanely good and it's also insanely Good in life game decks like if you're playing a life Game deck and you drop down a
0: Soulwarden I'm actually Scared because you're going to get like insane Triggers off it so, tomer has been talking about this mythical Ranger of Eos package, right? And like, yes. it tutors up one drops. And I have a deck with all of these white one drops that, that we've talked about so far. And almost every time, Soul Warden.
5: Soul Warden. I you also got it.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm
4: not the only one that got that. Emergency alert. Okay. <laughs> what?
0: So, Soul Warden is the card that I actually pull up the most in baragon humans i'm not a life gain deck right it's just an easy way to stabilize i've had games where i gain just 50 60 life for like no good reason and it like it keeps giving right like i like a marriott back you know i I horn of gondor gain a billion life i attack with adeline gain a billion life like it has so much value that by turn four if i'm tutoring a one drop it's usually soul warden which is weird because when I built the deck, I never thought that, you know, that's what I'd be doing, right? Like, usually the go to is Esper Sentinel Soul Warden if I have nothing better to do. Um, but Soul Warden, I think, has so much value in random decks. I think we can all use incremental life gain. It just, once you gain like 10, 20 life, people just give up on you. You know, they're like, ah, whatever. He's going to gain so much life. There's like no point in attacking him. And like, that's like the super most defensive card ever for one mana. And you don't have to work for it. So I give it to Soul Warden. That's they start swinging their commander at you. Be like, commander. Sure, but like then very specific <clears> throat> decks throat> can deal with you now, right? Like the, yeah. the average deck may not be able to do it, right? That puts ah. it as, uh, as a pass. That puts us at an impasse. Oh we gotta throw it back I, to uh ChatGPT, or unless someone wants to do a last-minute change. No, I'm
4: nervous about no. this one though. Usually ChatGPT agrees with me, but this time I, I'm afraid that I'm gonna lose
5: this one. I Chat feel like is, it's gonna well, go it's so that you know.
1: always antagonizes me, except for last time, I
5: guess. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see.
3: If I had to choose one card between Gravecrawler Crawler. And Soul Warden for a generic commander deck without specific information about the deck's theme or strategy. I would recommend Soul Warden.
0: There yeah. you have it. Soul Warden. Uh, yeah, that's. I figured.
3: To- Tomer, ah, I
4: Betrayed by
1: the AI. He's an AI
4: believer all of a
0: sudden. <laughs> no, I'm just
1: like. I'm disappointed every single time I hear it. So you want to I, be I... wrong? <laughs> no.
0: All right. Oh, uh, uh, that wraps up our Sweet 16. Uh, Soul Warden edges out Gravecrawler on the back of uh, ChatGPT's uh, help there. Uh, next round the field is narrowing down. Birds of Paradise versus Sarah Ascendant. I mean, birds.
5: Yeah, I, don't, it, I know how this gotta, is
0: going to end. It's got yeah, we're
4: going to chat GBT, I think. But uh, no, wait, wait. Who else it's is oh, for birds. It's birds. It's bur- I'm going for birds with Tomer. Oh, really? I, I, oh, yeah. I mean, Sarah Sendent. I I have taken back my criticism of it being overrated in 2023. I've learned uh, that it's actually strong. But Birds of Paradise, it makes a mana. Of it. It makes a mana. Right. Like it's very. No, I I don't think Birds is overrated. I do think like. Oh, boy, like, I do think I would rather play land ramp in a lot of decks, but there are certainly many, many decks where I think mana dorks are better than land ramp and birds of paradise is just like the best, the best mana dork, So I'm going birds. I think they're both excellent for their respective colors. Like green, is all about
1: creature synergy. Uh, I think this is I have just a better, but I think birds of paradise is just a better one drop. Saracen is amazing, though, and it's amazing in white in particular because it confuses all those white synergies we talked about. But birds. I Crim. can't believe set the great
5: for birds. birds. I, well, Team this birds. one,
2: I, I, I'm gonna go with Sarah Ascendant. Oof. Sarah Ascendant is just like, like actually useful here, right? Because I mean, <laughs> uh, in that, like, you will, you will threaten them. They can maybe they ramp or whatever, but like, whatever. At least <laughs> I got to chunk a ton of damage out of this, and then when the inevitable sweeper comes from <laughs> my ascendant, at least I gained some life and lowered
1: someone else's. I I don't know. I Can't you I, say the same thing about birds. You'd be like, all right, it does something useful. It literally ramps. Ramping is useful. And then when it when yeah, it inevitably dies, at least I got useful. to cast my mana three drop on useful. turn two.
2: <laughs> mana dorks aren't useful though. Like they, they just they're nowhere near rampant growth and, and all of those. Like actually just having ramp. Like well, you, don't, crim- you don't value wise just getting a mage mage
0: drop on three. Why is Green I mage think? Crim dropping no. some truths? <laughs> I would take out Birds of Paradise and put in a basic force time right. I have a deck wow. the wow. GPT. Wow. GPT. So that brings us to Chat GPT, right? We're,
4: we're good. Chat GPT got us, Tomer. It's good. <laughs> it's from Alpha, it's, gotta, it's, yeah, yeah, so it's from alpha. So. It'll, it'll, it'll it'll just just, it's gonna It's been buying its way into the heart of Chat
5: GPT for twenty twenty-five years, thirty years. It's thinking. stumped.
3: Consider your commander's color identity and the overall strategy of your deck when (laughs) making the final decision. Birds of Paradise is generally the safer and more versatile choice for commander decks with various (laughs) strategies. While Sarah Ascendant is more specialized for life gain themed decks.
2: No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: uh, it literally jumps GPT. It, it, it literally Oh my god
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what This chat you, GPT is so you. bad
4: after all See Tomer, Tomer is coming around To the AI takeover <laughs>
5: uh, uh, My, my uh, opinion on
1: it has shifted somehow <laughs> Alright <laughs>
0: Yes
4: <laughs> Better Mother Roots
0: versus spore frog. Come on Set Chose so both of these you know,
4: so you know you want me uh, and expect me to go with the fog, and I do love, I do love fogs. and I love spore frog, but I think Mother Runes is just the better card. Like I think Mother Runes is like a staple level card, where spore frog is something like for recursive decks and very very strong in those decks. But I'm I'm going with Mother Runes.
1: I don't think the frog should have made it to round two, but it sure as hell isn't making it to the semifinals.
2: <laughs> Come on, Mother Runes.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it's
2: Mother of Runes, right? Oh. Like, Mother Runes is so good. Richard's one
4: fog. Richard's <laughs> got to get yeah, fog. You know fog. It fog. It's irrelevant.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> think Mother of Runes is just stone unplayable along with birds. Wow. So, that, this is an unplayable semis bracket for me. You have a but You can uh, have to exile it to ramp. <laughs> you could. You could also path the frog, though. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> you also true. This in,
1: in your, in your Barragon deck, it protects your Barragon.
0: I told you I'm cutting. It's cut. It used to be it's in the deck. Stuck. I don't cool. even tutor up with ranger. It like you most likely get swept away. Like people don't do the spot removal, and you have flawless. You have other ways of protecting that mother runes is just non-utility. I'd rather get uh, a more utility focused one drop. Like literally any other white one drop, right? Esper Sentinel, Weatherway Fair, Soul Warden, and etc. So I actually mm-hmm. don't like Mother Runes at all. Right? I obviously don't like Giver Runes either. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Like this slow on board trick, so that is irrelevant. Uh, the semis will be interesting. I don't know who to toss my card for, but that's that's in the future. Esper Sentinel versus Weathered Wayfarer. Oh, Battle cool. of the White One drops.
4: I love I love Weathered Wayfarer, but Esper Sentinel is just it's so good. Weathered Wayfarer does have the upside of potentially drawing you a card every single turn for one mana, but it. Also, can just die without doing anything. Esper Sentinel, it's not often going to die on turn one. If your opponent wants to kill it, they're casting removal. You're probably drawing a card off of it. Uh, and it just has so much upside if you start pumping its power. It's an artifact, which is super scary and gives it more synergy. So, Weathered Wayfair, really good in mono-white catch-up ramp decks. Esper Sentinel, good in any deck. So, I'm i an Esper Sentinel fan.
1: I mean, Ezra Sentinel could just do nothing at tables if people are casting creatures. Like that is the downside. It's true, Whereas, it's where there's one
5: mana. Could also, right? yeah. Weather Warfare because also they do pay nothing. for the first
0: one and then then all the rest of the spells are free, right? So it's not even one mana.
1: But then you can pump it too. Yeah. And Weather Warfare also could do nothing if you're uh, on parity with everybody's lands. That is also a risk if nobody's actually like ramping in green or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you guys, you guys say what you
4: want. Wow, Tori's wow. wow. oh. really thinking. Think this seems
2: obvious. It's, I mean, this one probably for Sentinel.
4: <laughs> Crimson just it salty. Esper it's not Sentinel. changeling outcast in the brackets. <laughs> it it There's no two more block of a one just drops than to make it. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put
0: the spotlight on Tori because I'm going Weathered Wayfarer. Oh, so in, in mono white, it's not even close. It's Weathered Wayfarer. But if you're playing a five-color deck, Weathered Wayfarer is hard to use. You wouldn't run Weathered Wayfarer. Esper Sentinel gets the nod there. But in Mono White, like you want your opening hand to be Land Tax or Weathered Wayfarer. And I'm going to use a Seth argument that Esper Sentinel is card draw, but there are many, many, many ways to draw cards in white. There's, like, zero ways to tutor mm. an arbitrary land. There are ways mm. to tutor a plane. So if you have, mm. like, I don't know, a misvale planes or something mm. that you want to get, fine. But to get an arbitrary land, that is so powerful. that it's an expedition map. That is a good expedition argument. Expedition map. Uh, that's that's I'm, three mana and once only, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think weather Wayfair, like in mono white it's not even close. Like it, I would always start with weather Wayfair above Esper Sentinel and mono white. It's the five color decks that, uh, that mess with it, but you know I'm a mono white player, so weather Wayfair. Oh, you know what?
4: Uh, oh, I want. What's your answer, Tomer? I'm actually
1: I, I'm going Esper Sentinel. I think it has more more place outside of just mono white, which which kind of pushed me over though. I have, I, I, I have both convincing. in my like Zedru deck,
4: so who knows? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, a just guy. Oh, <laughs> Wait, are you are I, you switching it up, Seth? Like you switching oh. it up? Nah, I, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna almost very. You almost got me. You almost got me. But so, like, I really like goes waver. in so many more decks. But yeah, uh, yeah.
1: You know what? I want to know what what ChatGPT thinks. I'm saying weather wafer Let's let's put it to the tiebreaker.
0: Is this legal? Can we do this? Can we break <laughs> yeah. the results to rules? Just, just to do this? <laughs> I really like That's both cheating. of them. That's the problem.
5: Tomer
4: cheating. went from cringing every time ChatGPT <laughs> came on to trying to get an answer out of it. Uh...
0: Alright. Weather Wayfair versus Esper Sentinel. Uh, let's see what ChatGPT has to say about this. What if this goes poorly, Tomer? It's all your fault. <laughs> I don't know. I like both of them. Oh, wait, this is the soft answer. Let's see if uh, ChatGPT <laughs> comes to a conclusion. Oh, this is so soft. Okay, we got we to rephrase by... Uh, <laughs> side with Tomer, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm asking again. Ooh, okay, okay. So I asked in Commander this time. So I actually think if you just ask ChatGPT a second time, it'll give you a straight answer if it gives you a non-answer
5: the first time. I think this is the, the hack. <laughs> this is
3: In Commander, between Weathered Wayfarer and Esper Sentinel, Esper Sentinel is generally the stronger and more impactful card. Assuming that your commander deck has access to white mana for its casting cost. <laughs> wow! Hey, see, I you, don't you, know if I can trust is, is, after that's that. Yeah, <laughs> it's garbage. like garbage.
5: Hey, all right,
1: I, I'm good with. I'm good with either of them, though. I really like both of them.
4: side so to see one of them have to go. Tomer's but... just trying not to make a decision. I
1: Someone's really
4: got to like win, Tomer. Someone's got to win. <laughs> They're both. This year versus Soulborne. Ugh. Oh. No, Soulborne. Okay, same argument. Soul Warden's way more replaceable than Viserysseer to me. Viserysseer, yes, there's other sac outlets, but free repeatable sac outlets are fairly rare, especially ones that cost one mana. There's only two of them, I believe. Soul Warden, you know, there's so many ways to gain life. It's great, but I think Viserysseer is just more uh, a more impactful and unique card. So you would say, just for the logic, so if there was another, a functional, like a, a
1: identical reprint of Viserysseer with a different name, and we had the exact same thing. You'd be Viserysir is now weaker because there is a a functional reprint of
4: it with a new name. Well, I'm I'm thinking of it from the perspective of I'm building a commander deck. I have to go without one of these cards. Would I rather go without Viserys here in my sack deck or Soul Warden in my life gain deck? And the answer is definitely Soul Warden in my life gain deck because I can find something else that does like 95% of its job. When Viserys here, it's a lot harder to find that card that's doing the same thing at the same rate. But aren't we defining it as a what, what
1: are the, what's the most powerful card period, not what you can go the most without and replace well, then, not what's then the most replace here right yeah.
2: that's that's even more so here because then oh no, you gained a life oh no you gained more life I think okay, the cool. is show me the, is the win card yeah. because you do have fifty two different other ways to gain that life that's not the concern it's the payoff of how you win with all that life that matters'
1: but it's also how you gain the life it's like these one one-time triggers, and they work so well with, like, life-gain payoffs. That's that's what really makes it so good. But uh, spying.
4: Because
1: <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that's, like, whenever you gain one more life, so if you gain, like, five life at a time, it's like, okay, whatever. It doesn't really matter, but...
4: Uh. Oh, it's gaining too much life. I see. So, if, oh boy. No, it's I'm a still way I gets it. Here. it's
0: multiple it's, triggers.
5: It's multiple. Oh, triggers. I see.
4: So, it's, it's better to yeah. gain
0: one life at a time than it is yes, to gain like five ten lives life at once. Yeah. yeah. It's better
1: to have five, you gain one life triggers, and one trigger of you gain five life.
4: That's true. I would agree with that. But That's Viserys wow. here just wins games. It sacks stuff, and you
0: die. And it scries. I don't know. I'm
4: confused. I don't know. Did three.
0: you choose? Okay. I will choose. It's very close. I still think Soul Warden, only because it's Ooh. the underdog. Even though it's not really an underdog, it's like in six seed. <laughs> you can play it in just a generic deck. <laughs> you don't even need the yeah. life gain synergies. It's and true. yes, you can play Viscerous here in generic deck, but Soul Warden will do work for you. I guarantee you. Like people have this belief that oh, life gain. You know, life gain is overrated, right? Yes, if you spend 6 mana and gain 6 life, it's terrible. But if you spend 1 mana, gain 40 life in a game of Commander, you would play that card, okay, in a generic random deck. So I'm going to vote Soul Warden just to get its name out there, just so people try it more. Although I think they're actually, like, very close. They're, like, neck and neck, almost 50-50. I'm going to go Soul Warden. Hmm.
4: I mean I would play Soul Warden in more decks, but seriously I'm only playing in sack decks. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch with Richard. I, I think
1: I'm it's, going, it's better I'm gonna go Soul Warden. Deck, Soul Warden. Like you can play combined. it in
4: more Decks, and I use that argument with Birds of Paradise versus Heritage Druid way back you know, an hour and a half ago when we started this cast. That was my first argument. So I think I gotta I gotta remain consistent. And is, I'm gonna go with Soul Warden.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go I, I have to go for uh, Serious here. Only because yes, you could <laughs> put Soul Warden in generic decks. But I think outside of, like, go wide decks and life gain decks, I wouldn't. You know? Like, Birds of Paradise, I'm going to put in generic decks. Mother of Runes, generic decks. Esper Sentinel, generic decks. Soul Warden, I have to be in a specific archetype to use it, or otherwise I'm not. And at that point, seer same same argument, so I'm going seer I mean we had a little switcheroo
0: there uh Krim, you, I, I, you am i am i
2: surprised that seth who advocates for soul sisters every other week <laughs> in modern switched over i tried to, to get away Warden. with it i
4: tried to avoid it but you it, it, draw me back in
2: the, seth open your eyes soul my dude <laughs> it's <laughs> like, gonna
4: happen like, crim sooner or later soul sisters is gonna take over just give it time
5: how <laughs> no dude how is so, so, it so died? this is a two-two Sarah's split, split then
0: right we're back me to and we're to
4: a
5: yeah. yeah <laughs>
2: Please, one time. I'm asking one time. All right.
5: All right. Chat GPT.
3: If I had to choose one card between Viscera Seer and Soul Warden for a commander deck without specific knowledge of your deck's strategy or color identity, I would recommend Viscera Seer. Thank.
5: <sighs> All right.
4: <laughs> that's yes! That's fair. Is so it, I'm telling you though, of... Soul Sisters is coming. It's gonna come when we revisit this podcast in a couple of years. The, the ChatGPT will know the, the oh, outcome. No, awesome. we're, we're also trending oh, oh, a very wait, I high bias towards <laughs> white on. one drops. I mean, doesn't white just have the best one drops though? Are we biased, or do they just have the best one drops? I mean, we're gonna find out. But I, I'm team on
1: on
0: uh, a certain other color right now. Okay, okay, we we are we are we are headed to. The round of four birds of paradise or mother runes? Mom those two classics.
5: Birds. birds.
4: birds. Mom. Mom. Birds. Mom. Mom Protecting is so a creature. Protecting like, a creature. Great, but making mana is greater. <laughs> And plus, you get Tomer's print sound effects <laughs> if you vote for bird. So bonus, Richard. It's a bird. You are the bird. It's a bird. You're Man. the bird
1: guy. Yeah. I don't play it in the
4: bird deck. Where else would yeah. you go? But you, you just got other runes. This is actually a hard one for Richard. I actually so hate so both I, I have these decks cards. that are natural homes yeah. <laughs> for both of these
0: cards, and I don't play any of them. And I own a play set of mother runes. By the way, I play zero of them it's okay it's one
1: of the best ramp cards it's it's a one drop ramp it's a, a one drop ramp it lets you play your three drops on turn two and it's perfect mana fixing it taps for one of any color without any hoops even even delighted halfling which i think is even better than it even that one is only limited to legendary this one is not you could play any three drop uh and tap it for colors like it's mana fixing it's like it's good it
0: lets you want to play play the you want to get punched in the faster. spine or punched in the head like, i don't know
5: oh god <laughs> I, i'm gonna choose birds <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> there we go i'm gonna choose yes.
0: birds. all right How? What, what, no. what, are, what are the actual it results here? I'm too disappointed to be listening three to both. three one three, <laughs> three one. one birds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even not the National Geographic secret their birds it's could say this. Yo, th-
2: this this whole bragging thing has been <laughs> poor, like just it's been lost ever since the first round exit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, you... you know what?
1: You can just tell me whatever the results Slither <laughs> <laughs> are. Slitherblade, changeling, outcast has been robbed. <laughs> yeah, goblin it was, welder. It was the rest. Like, it was like the, the rest.
2: goblin, goblin welder, dude. Come on.
1: <laughs>
0: Can get back my bonds.
2: Uh, <laughs> like, come on! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, next round. <laughs> S for Sentinel versus Viscerous Seer. Sentinel. I mean, Sentinel, easy. Easy, easy,
4: easy. like
1: Which one do you put in a generic
4: deck? Sentinel. Which one do you put in a generic deck? S for Sentinel. Which one draws cards? S for Sentinel. Which one's in oh. Artifact? S for Sentinel.
0: But what's crying too is drawing sad. a card, That's right? How sad. many scries can you pick <laughs> off with the viscer? Seer? <laughs> mm, that is also <laughs> true. Why draw <laughs> your Wincon when you have <laughs> the Wincon right there? <laughs> and the, the, the Viscerous Seer is the
1: Wincon. You know, it sounds like an answer, but I could draw into something even better, like a Wincon. Uh, I,
4: I I could draw into something better than winning the he's, game. He's lost so many <laughs> games that way. <laughs> Free sack
2: outlet. Free sack oh. outlet. Oh, okay. On a body that's reoccurable uh, easily, oh. I'm I'm choosing Viserys here. That is a more powerful card Dang. than Esper Sentinel to me. Yeah,
5: Richard,
0: Esper yeah. Sentinel. It's not even close. <gasps> uh, yeah, I, I figured it doesn't matter. Again, <laughs> poor, I told you, you poor y'all poor just Krim, choose whatever.
2: Poor Chris, <laughs> <Just> choose whatever. <laughs> you choose he was whatever. trying to represent poor the Krim. black
5: card here. <laughs> he All tried. Right. Oh,
2: God. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to play Uno by myself. It's, it doesn't even
1: matter. <laughs> the points all matter. Esper uh, oh. Sentinel. Three oh. I should
2: have. Been... I'm going to go back to signing my our tokens. I'm this going is... back to signing our tokens.
1: Okay. Yet?
0: Grand Dude, this finals. Is hard. Grand finals. Oh, this is an easy keep for me. Grand finals. This is actually number one and number two in rankings in cards, <sighs> which tells you something because Birds of Paradise has been around since Alpha. It's been yeah. reprinted like a billion times in every set. Esper Sentinel nope. was Modern Horizons 2. One, two. Yeah, it's, it's a fairly it, new yeah. card. So, it's... Birds of Paradise or Esper Sentinel? Seth?
4: This is so tough. This is very, like... Oh, I think Esper Sentinel is... I think I'd play Esper Sentinel in more decks it's card draw versus ramp the two best things in commander it pains me to vote for a modern horizons card over <laughs> over something like birds of paradise which is just like so iconic and such a classic magic card but i think when it comes down to it I, with all these conversations about, you know, Land Ramp versus Mana Dork Ramp, I do agree that Land Ramp is better than Mana Ramp, and there's more decks where I'm going to be rampant growthing and cultivating than Birds of paradise As Esper Sentinel, I'm a true believer. Everything from Mono-White to Five-Color, I can just throw that in my deck like Rhystic Study and get value out of it. So, I think I gotta go Esper Sentinel, even though it hurts to, uh, to, to, to uh, disregard the Birds.
1: It's Birds! Okay, Esper Sentinel. Really good. But I think people are overlooking that it's not always card draw. Like, like literally, we've had games where it doesn't draw a single card. Like when when Phil played it. Also, if you happen to be up against people who have creatures that can play instead of non-creatures, it can do stone cold nothing before it dies. Birds of paradise, though, it's like the definition of consistent. You can do turn one birds. And then you have your three drops on turn two. There's very few cards that do that. There's like elves and whatnot, but the elves only tap for green most often, right? This one taps for all colors. It's mana fixing. It's, it's literally one drop into three drop on your next turn. It's it's very good. It, it's very good and very consistent. And it doesn't rely on your opponents just feeding you, <laughs> which they it shouldn't happen. In most games it happens sometimes in our playgroup for some reason, but it shouldn't. Can't figure out why. Uh, <laughs> birds. This is very this is very easy. I can't believe there's even a decision here. There's
2: outdated and overrated, so I'm gonna just flip a coin. Oh damn. Alright, cool birds.
4: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Outdated versus overrated. Oh my god. Richard, is, you know.
1: Birds of Paradise is how Richard Garfield intended magic. As per Sentinel, from Modern Horizon Suits and Abomination. Yeah, so outdated. is
0: It's it? Is Does it, is it, is it, is it come in universes beyond? No, it's from dominar I, I believe it's called 30th Anniversary, all right? <laughs> I told you, I will take a Birds of Paradise and Sharpie Forest on it and put it in my deck, and I will take wow. a Plains and Sharpie Esper Sentinel on it and stick it in uh, my deck. Like it is not even close. Like Birds of Paradise actively loses you cards, right? <laughs> or act- actively loses you games because you play the birds, you've committed a creature to the board. Now you got to commit more because you've ramped up. So you like play more creatures to the board. <laughs> Just to get all cleaned up in one nice sweeper for you know anyone, uh, whereas right. Esper Sentinel lets you draw cards, right? The reverse of losing cards to a sweeper. Uh, so I, I was like I saying soaring is, ring is bad because it gets blown up by like. So when birds cast for two mana right and is a much harder type in artifacts than a creature like we'll talk right not all <laughs> colors Ruffellus? can sweep artifacts all <laughs> colors that... can sweep birds
5: <laughs> but
1: does not band right <laughs> always draw you cards like what if you just play an and everybody drops creatures and then your Sentinel dies and that's it like... Like, like
0: even the worst case like it draws like say two cards okay the worst case is zero right but how often does that happen in a very medium to bad case it draws like one to three cards that's an oh. ancestral recall in the Seth is at my table case, you draw like twelve. Hey, like what? I what? Gotcha. What card is like one mana draw twelve? Right? Uh, <laughs> like like what? That's like absurd, right? This one
1: is like no no requirements from your opponents. You just turn one, then turn three. You have a three drop on the battlefield. It's so good. It's so clean and consistent. And yeah, okay, it <laughs> dies eventually, but I still got my value. I still curved out way ahead of the rest of the table. That means I start
4: drawing cards way earlier than everybody else too. <laughs> So you can turn your Birds of Paradise into an percent though is what you are saying.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. If I get my value, if my commander is my value engine, and I get my value <laughs> engine out a full turn earlier and start valuing off it. Then yeah, Birds of Paradise can die, and I still got my value out of it.
0: It could die; it's fine.
4: Cram, you know it's percent Sentinel. You know, I, already, I, already, I, you I know. already voted. I
1: flipped. I flipped a coin.
2: I, know, coin it I birds. know.
1: It uh,
4: doesn't uh,
0: matter.
1: Is that sure a tie?
0: I, that's a, that's I choose tie, birds.
1: I C- uh, chose birds. I,
4: I
0: no, oh, I three, chose birds. No, as- no. no, no I true. chose us I, I did oh, not oh. choose
4: birds. Oh, I, oh. Oh, I thought we
1: were together. Why no, to just we? We birds up till <laughs> Yeah, maybe. it'd <laughs> oh, be God. easier. All right, come on, Chat GPT. Uh,
5: does Chat it's GPT value
0: history or newness? It's gonna be birds, hundred percent. Whatever Richard has coded into it
3: from the grave. Ragavan or, yeah. or yeah. I
1: mean,
2: I mean, Slitherblade. choose between
3: Esper Sentinel and Birds of Paradise for a generic deck without specific knowledge of your strategy or color identity. Birds of Paradise is generally the more versatile and reliable choice. Thank
0: you. Sure. ChatGPT made by Richard, <laughs> by Richard Garfield. <laughs> Thank you, Richard Garfield.
5: I knew that Richard was a bird lover and was like, "Wow, well, well, computing!
0: A what is bird?" <laughs> there you have it birds of paradise are we happy with that the number one red card in edh rec because it's been in every deck since the inception of commander itself and magic the gathering itself
2: <laughs> grandfathered in look grandfathered in. should have been sent if no. i learned been anything sent, about no.
1: this process it's that nobody ends up happy Especially the comment section. <laughs> Let us know which one you thought was going to be winning. And which one's the best in CDH. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
2: May as Tell well, him. right? Because you're going <laughs> to hear about it anyway. It's Not in CDH, dude. Not in CDH. <laughs> Hold on. Okay,
5: wait,
0: wait, wait. Let's ask that real quick. In CDH, what's the best one? As S% uh, no contest, right?
4: Mystic Remora. That's, <laughs> well Gamora. that's not a creature ah, yeah. though Gamora, so it doesn't that's count the best. it can't ca- it's not on our list it's not a creature it would be sentinel, wouldn't it yeah, i think uh,
1: Esper is a better one ragavan because everybody's going to be running like all the zero drop artifacts right like everybody has that you're yeah. not going to be like even the creature decks have like all the moxen and stuff so yeah
5: mm-hmm. that's true that.
4: actually probably asper sentinel sure of the two at the end I think Raghavan would
1: less, go no, way higher than no like CDH players. I if it was
4: CDH, I think Raghavan would have went further. I would have voted yes. Raghavan over Spore Frog at least, and maybe Mother of Runes, too. So I think Sarasen Raghavan did. was very underrated by not being CDH.
5: Sarah Ascendant, yeah. powers up that ad
0: nauseum. True, <laughs> right? ad nauseum yeah, forever, while weakening also, somebody else's nauseum. Versus- Birds of Paradise let me know in the comments or any other mandor. There's tons of one drop There are there. Uh, Death right shaman is in there. Oh, uh, yeah. there's like the yeah. exalted ones like noble high ignoble high Um there there's the actual elves, a million elves. elves, yeah. Yeah, elves. But yeah, so Birds of Paradise oh, no. takes it home. Uh let us know in the comments what you think. Uh anything we we missed, anything that was that was kind of lost in the in the regular season that maybe deserved a shot here. This whole bracket uh, was lost. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. whole bracket was lost. So is the losing
1: team that complains all the time. This so is great. We're gonna have to have, have a review the refs. You have to Check retune the refs. The all
5: right. So thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you all back next week. Bye.